Hello, 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 and welcome back to another new episode of my big fat pull list. For those of you who uh, who have listened to the show before, you know that we will do uh, these kinds of episodes periodically for special issues. But for those of you who are new, welcome to our one shot review episode. And uh, this episode will be a one-shot review of the first issue of the brand new 2022 series of The Punisher. I am your host, Dr. Impact, and with me today are Bellas. Introduce yourselves. I'm Smurfy. And I am Dragonus Prime. Well, guys, I don't know, uh, I don't know about you, but I was... Uh, I was really kind of interested in in checking this book out when it got announced. Um, yeah. I, I like the Punisher. Yeah, I, I like the Punisher. I read the Punisher off and on um, throughout the years. I've liked some runs better than others, uh, but I'm not like a huge super fan. But I was looking forward to this one. Yeah, See, I'd say unlike I... you guys, uh, this is like my number two book of collecting, next to GI mm-hmm. Joe. Like, it's going to be get the whole run of Punisher. So, mm-hmm. like. He's been absent for a long time, and I've missed him. So I was personally really excited for him to come back. Yeah, I'd say I'm not as big a fan as Murphy is, but uh, I mean, I have read a lot of Punisher. You know, the the Max stuff, uh, the the Frankencastle stuff, like more the more modern Punisher stuff. Um, I don't know if I read uh, the Frankencastle stuff, although that looked really interesting and different. Um, yeah. I think the stuff that I got into See? really was the Garth Ennis, uh Welcome Back Frank run. I read the Garth Ennis stuff. I read up to Frankencastle. That's where I jumped off at because I mm. was like, it's, it's kind of silly. You know, to me, it, it was like, that's yeah. super silly. And that's why I was like, it's too silly for me because that's not what Punisher is about. And I bailed. Like, I mean, I've got some old, old comics from him where he was just taking out gangsters and to the point where they had to use white instead of red on the sheets because there's too much blood and they probably would have gotten dinged like some of the prints it's just it's just white on the guys getting shot and not red and i was like wonder why they did that and it turns out probably because of blood you know you can't have all that blood in a comic so comics code and all that back then. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, and, and literally he just went around taking out tons and tons of gangsters and mobsters so did either of you guys ever read the uh what was it like a four or five issue marvel knights terrible run where he was like a, a angel. Oh, the angel of death or whatever. Something he was like to, that. Yeah. He had like a image burned into his skull and he used like demon killing magic guns weapons out of his coat. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that again, pass. I was like, that's not my Frank Castle. Like you start messing with the origins of who the character is. I am out. And I will stand by that with every character that I like. You yeah, start really I, messing with the origins. Yeah, no. I, I skipped on that one as well because yeah. it was just too goofy and fantasy for a city street level hero. Even the Garth Ennis run. Do you remember when he went up against a guy called Barracuda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that fight to me was almost a little too ridiculous. Like it was really cool in the comic, but it went on for like five or six issues. And I was almost like, this fight needs to end soon. Cause these guys are get, just getting too torn up to physically still be alive. Like it was fun. Well, and I, but... I will say that, you know, if anybody can get away with doing over the top, especially when it comes to Punisher, it's Garth Ennis. Oh, no. R- r- agreed. But like, and yeah, he did do, him, he did do yeah. him dark, dark and gritty, which Punisher should kind of be dark and gritty. He's an antihero. You know, he's, right. he's not all hugs and cuddles. So, well, uh, yeah, we could sit here and probably gush about different runs of Punisher all day. But but we're here to talk about the brand new uh, Punisher 
number one that just released and give a, a review on the first issue. And this is kind of a, a first for us because most of the one-shot reviews that we do here are either for miniseries or literal one-shots. Um, I think this might be the first time that we've reviewed, reviewed the first issue of a new ongoing series for however long the, the series ends up running. Um, but before we get to that, I do think that it is important to to talk a little bit. We don't have to go into a whole lot of detail here because that's not what this episode's about. But I do think it's important to talk a little bit about why this book has had such attention drawn to it, um, and and why those changes that were made were made. Um, and and I and the reason is because the famous skull. I was gonna say, let's Punisher's talk about the logo. Chest, the logo, yeah, the logo is very different, and yet not different at all at the same time. It, to me, it makes sense to change though. Within the story, you mean? Yeah, within the story, it makes sense. Like when I first heard about it, I was like, "Why would they do that?" And then after you read the story, you go, "You know, it kind of it kind of makes sense." And I and I will give them that that they did make it make work organically in a in a sense with the story, but and I and I personally I don't know about you guys but I personally have not read this anywhere or heard this anywhere, but it feels almost as if Marvel, not almost as if it totally feels that Marvel changed the skull and came up with this story because of all the controversy that rides around uh, military and law enforcement officers who use the skull on their tanks or cars or, or what have you. I, I, th- I think the big deal, I don't think they cared as much as the military doing it because the military also uses the Superman symbol and Captain America symbol. And I don't think people care as much about that. It, I think it was more the police officers using the symbol and then it was a logo they stood behind. Like, like, hey, man, this is like our hero. This is the guy we're going to follow. And Frank Castle's not a role model for cops to be following. He's very anti-hero. You're like, hey, I'm going to shoot this guy in the head first before I ask him questions type style. And that's not what we want our police officers to be. And I, Marvel has pretty much come out and said, like, they put it in the comics where Frank Castle, as Punisher, sees a cop with the logo on his cop car. And he goes, hey, I'm not the hero for you. And he points like Captain America and he goes, you see that guy? That's the hero you need to follow, not me. And then like walked away. And so I guarantee I you, they were like, stuff. we need to do, we, yeah, we need to do a change. And I think this was kind of their probably way of doing it. So. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm really kind of fine with it. I mean, it's comics. So we know that this is not a permanent change. Exactly. Um, you know, once. Well, that's could also be another reason why they made the change because now they can promote, Hey, we're making the change. And a lot of more people are going to go out and buy the comic because good, they made the change. Good marketing. Oh man, it's the first time they had the Punisher different logo on. I got to buy it. I got to right. get that number one with the new logo just because right. in 20 years, who knows, you know? Well, and we all know that once it's official that John Bernthal is actually, you know, going through costume tests and coming back for his first MCU Punisher appearance, fingers crossed. Um, I mean, we all know it's going to happen, but once that eventually happens, you know the comics are going to put the skull back so that they can tie it in with whatever that project is that Bernthal's going to be in. 
Exactly. Alternatively, I could see MCU doing a different looking skull. A slightly and, different, yeah. Yeah, something sure. that and, doesn't and, look like And let's be but, fair, there's been a couple different iterations, kind of like the bat symbol of a skull. Like, there was a typical, that we know, white skull out there. Then they had one that was like the Garth Ennis, where it looked a little bit more sinister, and it wasn't as white. It was like a faded or beaten up white. Like, I've got the three shirts upstairs of the different skulls to kind of prove the evolution of the skull over the time. Well, so God, I'm just like the one that like goes all the way down into the belt and like the yes I'm saying yeah the weaponry is right is the teeth of he, the skull um, yeah yeah his like is like I guess I guess it's supposed to be some sort of like ammo pouch or weapon pouch or some, there yeah, are, ammo, are the, are the teeth yeah. you know or like the yeah. teeth on it uh, underneath this Kevlar right like I said that we've seen all the different you know then Thomas Jane had one where it was pretty much spray paint on his yeah, on his right. vest so like they've done so many different iterations I was like yeah another iteration that's okay you know something different and new. And you know what, listeners, maybe at some point we will discuss, um, you know, the, the, the pros and cons of anyone, anyone in the world looking at the Punisher as any kind of a role model um, or, or the effects that the symbol has. But that's not what this episode is about. Uh, I, but I thought it was important to touch on it because this is the book where the symbol changes. Um, so we'll, we'll break down the, the plot for you guys here real quick, and I want to let everyone know right now, this is your warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Before we get too far into it, too, I'd like to kind of talk to the listeners and just kind of give them a history of... Uh, Frank Castle's history, just in case they didn't know about it. Um, like when Frank Castle was a young teenager, he was bitten by a radioactive gun. Right, it was a radioactive uh, bullet. The radioactive bullet oh, okay. bit him in the arm. The, the <laughs> bullet, but yeah, the, yeah. The, gun, the gun was given to him right. by a, a purple alien who crashed uh, very nearby. That's what it and, was. Yeah, and the gun was passed on because he was the only one who was worthy of it, and he had already been bitten by the radioactive bullet. And, and the alien told him, with great power comes great responsibility, here's a loaded gun. Right. This, <laughs> wow. was, this, is, all, this is all after his parents were killed yeah, in an killed. alley. Uh, his parents, um, along with his wife, yet he was a teenager. So, yeah. Right. So, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, no, listeners, we kid. We kid about all that. It's not, we're not far off, but yeah. Well, and, and honestly, uh, for those of you out there who do pick up this, this first issue, one of the nice things about this book is that the first two or three pages gives you basically a little recap. The book almost, yeah. the beginning of this comic almost acts as if hey, we're not retconning anything, but this is a new beginning, here's the origin again, and we go. And and, and I'll be honest, when I first opened up a couple pages, I was like, oh man, is this like the art style? Like, mm. I was I was kind of bummed, and then I realized, oh, it's a retelling of the history for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. But from yeah. a different angle, you know? Like they did a way of doing it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, the, the story is brutal. Like, for listeners who don't know, his he's he's on a picnic with his wife and kids, and a shootout happens between, uh, you can only, like, they don't tell you who, but it's it's pretty much two mobs get into a, a shootout at the park, and his family gets caught in the cross crossfire, and he does too. And he takes several bullets along with his wife and kids, and no one makes it but him. And even the paramedics are like, how did this guy make it? And I'm like, I think it was just pure anger and adrenaline that caused him to, like, live through it. And yeah, and and Dragonus Prime is right. These first few pages that do this retelling, 
it's a really, really creative way to do it. Um, I wasn't overly blown away by the art of this part either, but I, once I realized that this was right, a, like an a exposition flashback, flashback yeah. I thought, oh, this art's perfect for that. Yeah. And, um, and it's all done almost from the point of view of Frank Castle right. laying on the ground. Because it's a lot of what um, he's hearing going around him. Right. And so it's you, a lot of like, oh, he's got to be okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's all covered in red. Right. And then you turn the page and you get this really wicked cool. No, I'm not from Boston, but for whatever reason, I felt like using the term wicked. I don't know why it just came out. This wicked cool two-page spread of a collage almost of of classic Frank Castle Punisher moments from comics. It's moments and covers. And covers, yeah. Yeah, it's like a combo. But like, I don't know. And it's all from different artists that yeah. have done for, like Punisher over the years. So. I, I don't know about you guys, but I actually stopped reading the book at that moment for a minute. And I, I just... did. I, I stopped and stared yeah, for a while. Here. And I looked yeah. at every single cell. Like, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you can almost say that they're cells because they're just like little squares of yeah. like, the covers and scenes. I looked at every single one of them and I was in my head checking them off like, got that one, got that one, know that one, got that one. So, well, and I was looking through it too, going, you know, okay, are there any of the weird things in here? Is Frankencastle in here? Is the Angel of Death Franken or Frank Castle in here? And no, it, it's no, all it's standard. Just Frank Castle even, Punisher. Didn't even include the Captain America Punisher costume. Right. Oh, exactly. yeah, right. Because right. he did wear that uh, Civil War ish area. It was like, yeah, I think it was uh, right after Cap got killed, right? I yeah, so he, that's he why I said, to, so, yeah, it was yeah. right after Civil War, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, so these first few pages really kind of give you a, a this is who Punisher is background. And then you jump into the story. And the story starts with these guys in suits and ties. Don't upsell walking. it. It's, it's people doing inventory. <laughs> people doing inventory, yeah. <laughs> this is, um, <laughs> who's doing inventory? That's all it is. And you're like, where is this um, going? And they're they're uh, they're in like basically the Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of, you know, building with all these boxes and everything. And they're checking weapons and doing inventory kind of on weapons and, and taking things and you know and um But and, it's not just weapons. It's like no superhero it's like, Buster weapons, yeah. Like there's like pin particle guns and Hulk Buster ammo and like crazy stuff that I was like, who has got this kind of weaponry? And they're being sold to people like yeah. the Hate Monger and you know all these different different groups. And um, but the the bizarre thing is that they all have these helmets, these like ro- golden Roman helmets on. I don't know about you guys. But I've never seen these guys before. I was just about to say, I've never heard of these guys, and I wasn't sure if either of you, like especially Smurfy, if you had been the Punisher fan. I haven't read the entire series, obviously, because I'm still trying to collect it. But no, because like I said, Frank's background is mainly just different mobsters, gangsters, and the occasional, you know, like cartel. Well, that's about it. I don't know how you guys took it. Based on the helmets they were wearing and how they kept saying, this is for our God, and they kept talking about our God. I was wondering, is it Ares? See, I was wondering that too because it's it, the helmet style is very much oh, Ares. It's very Spartan esque, Trojan type helmets. That went right over my yeah. head. Yeah, like is this the new Ares? Because he's gone, and if he's back and evil, that would kind of make sense. And Ares isn't wasn't in mythology? Isn't he the god of war? In he that? is the god of war. Yes, he's yes. very much the god of war. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, 
and a member of the Avengers. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, for a while. That's until right. He got yeah. ripped in half. The Mighty Avengers, I think, uh, was when he joined. Yeah. yeah. And Dark Avengers. Yeah. He was yeah. That's Avenger. right. Yeah. Because he was very much like the antihero as well. He he was okay with killing. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I think he he, what was he, was he around for the the War of the Realms too? Did he did he no, die he, then or did he, he come back? Then? He, yeah, he, he died got, in uh, siege. He got ripped in half. Long way. Okay. Century. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he hasn't yeah. come back since then. Not that I'm aware of. Same. Okay. Listeners, if we're wrong about that, call us out on it. No, because like uh, I, I have the Punisher version of uh, the War of the Realm part, and I've read mm-hmm. that several times. Yeah. And it's more about, not to go off sidetrack, but real quick, Frank Castle's trying to save a hospital full of people who are hurt and sick. So he goes to a prison and finds all the inmates and goes, hey, you're all going to take weapons, and you're all going to follow my order. And one guy goes, once if we don't? And he shoots him in the head, and he goes, I have no problem killing you. Get a weapon. If you're going to give up your <laughs> life, it's going to be for these people. <laughs> follow suit and all the all the all the inmates go okay and they all grab guns like ak-47s wherever they can find and they're literally leading these like sick injured kid people and kids out there fighting trolls and stuff with punisher leading the way and he's like we're gonna cut to the tunnel we're gonna get these people out you're either with me or you're dead and they were like okay and like yeah and i, I that's what that story was about so i was like again super okay. cool story okay. but yeah like i was like all right like that's the frank castle punisher we know so so yeah, so I, I I don't know who these guys are. That's who I assume they're they're. I, I have no idea, but I will say that, of course, naturally the Punisher shows up. Of course, he's all in silhouette. You don't actually see him at first. It was and pretty he, cool looking though. Yeah. It was pretty cool, and he just goes to town. And I mean, like, like the one moment where he kills everybody but the one guy, the one main helmet guy but he took his hand he took his hand off and when the guy goes to pick up the gun his hand is still hanging on off yeah. of the gun like it's just like what the hell the way they drew that i thought the guy had a gut wound like i thought frank mm-hmm. castle being the marksman he is literally shot everybody like took them all out in the head and the last guy he gave him a gut wound to be like i'm gonna talk to you because it's a slow painful way to die and then i realized oh it's not a gut wound he don't have a hand like and like you mm-hmm. said the next scene you see the gun laying there and i'm like oh there's his hand, <laughs> like still well, attached to the gun, and it wasn't and, just a gun. These were some of those superhero Buster guns, right? They have. Right. Well, and then you you find out on the double page spread that it wasn't a gun that Frank was using yeah. at all. It was a katana, or what looked like right. a katana. I mean, it was, I don't it was know. a sword, right. some sort of a sword, um, which is not Frank Castle esque, Punisher esque at all. No, uh, He's I think very only much bladed. Only blade he would do is be like one of those Rambo knives. Yeah, I was no, that'd be say, it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's a last resort knife for him. Like, hey man, I'm out of ammo, but I got my two knives. You know, type thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I I will say that you know there was another great double page spread. The last one shot review we did, we talked about a book that had a ton of splash pages and double page spreads, and they were really pointless and lame to the story this has a lot of double page spreads as well but they work yeah really well and um you know he he's giving orders to someone you don't see and he's telling them burn the whole place down and then you have this double page spread of all these ninjas jumping out of the out of nowhere (laughs) out of the darkness and um that's one of those moments where like a picture is worth a thousand words the mm-hmm. double-page spread is worth a thousand words because you realize... The, if oh, done right. Yeah, no, but I'm saying in this instance, in this comic, yes, these double-page yeah. spreads are, oh, 
it's the hand. They're all red ninjas. Yep. Like, oh man, and it's not just one or two. It is a bunch. He has like mm-hmm. an army with him of ninjas. It, it's quite a few hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. at least yeah. twelve <laughs> by my count. Getting a little handsy. Uh, yeah. Um. Now. I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know very much about the hand in general. I, Dragonus, you might know more because you're more of a, a dead uh, or you're more daredevil. of a daredevil guy, and the hand usually plays a lot there. I, I don't know much about them. This book is narrated by what is she like the the high priestess of the hand or something like that? I, I had never heard of her, and oh, I, okay. like yeah. you said, I've read a lot of Daredevil. I read all those Wolverines when he was working with the Hand and mm-hmm. all that, where he was brain controlled and such. Um, I, and I have never heard of this person at all. Um, that doesn't okay. mean they didn't exist previously. Sure. That just means that uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, she's a, she's an older woman, and she's narrating, and she's talking about you know how how Frank Castle is kind of the beast, you know, in a sense. And, and then that really chilling scene where she has, she's like, you know, oh, you're, you know, the guys are back and they brought more for you. And it turns out a bunch of the ninja hand have gathered a bunch of rapists and murderers and murderers and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like a sacrifice to Punisher. And he, she even raised, offers. She even yeah. offers to let the hand ninjas do the killings for him. He's like, and no, that's no, a, that's a key. Yeah. Dragonus, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's a very key scene because she even says, "Yo, do you want like my ninjas to do it?" And and he says no, and she's like, "Good, that was a test." Like the, you know, he always says no and always does it himself, and that's when she's like, "This is the beat." Like it, it, it totally adds the story of like Frank Castle's not just the Punisher; he's like the Beast of Death. Also, like, it also gives this tone that this is not the Frank Castle that we know. Right, he's different. Frank's also, like, I always felt that Frank's kind of enjoyed the thrill of the hunt. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. is not a hunt. This is, well, I mean, T-Rex doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. Yeah, Yeah. well, and this this is a feeding. This is an execution. Well, see, but I took the hunt as them hunting down the weapons. So he is still doing the hunt because he hunted down the weapons, took out all those guards. But he still needs his job as Punisher to be met. And so I think it's like a trade-off. Like, hey, you want me to hunt down these weapons and take out these biggies? I still need someone to take care of these little guys I would normally take care of. So like, oh, well, have the hand grab those guys for you. You go find the big weapons. You can come back, take care of these guys. You didn't lose any progression anywhere. Right. Like, bad guys are still dead off the street. So that's that's what I thought, too, until we get later in the book. Right. Well, the next sequence is a flashback, and we get to, to find out exactly what brought Frank here with the new logo on the chest so we go we flash back a few weeks and it's frank in his apartment in what looks like new york it's probably new york or or miami or something like that and um and it's the frank we know with the t-shirt with the skull and the classic punisher outfit and the hand attacks him in his home and he just lays waste to them with his artillery. So it's, we get the Punisher that is the Punisher. We've all come to know and love with the guns and everything. And this entire time, this high priestess, uh, woman is just sitting there watching and narrating about how he's basically killing the closest thing she has to children. She even says that, I think at one point, doesn't she? 
Yeah, yeah. And and that was a pretty crazy sequence. The part I was going to say, when he's killing the hand, it's not just, like, the way he does it. Like, he's literally going through guns that, like, a normal person, like, like at first it was, like, some sidearms. And then he goes to, like, the belt-fed Rambo gun. Yeah. And is obliterating these guys. And she's just sitting there smiling. And you, her, you read her dialogue where she's, like, narrating, like, oh, these were ninjas I've, I've grown, I've seen since birth. And I've raised them to be this way. And he's just cutting them down. And that makes me so happy. And I'm, like... Oh, and he's okay. and he's doing it all while he's got, like, four or five... Yeah. Throwing like, stars in him. Throwing stars yeah. sticking out of him the yeah. whole time. <laughs> like, he, he, and he's he got slashes across his chest. He's bleeding. And, I mean, like, when he flips over that table and there's, like, that, that mm. it's a machine gun. And he just starts obliterating guys. I was just like, okay. And she's just happy about it. And I'm like, yeah. this is a whole. Well, not only that, but the freaking claymore that he's got hidden. Oh, man. Him. Oh, yeah, that's I forgot right. about the claymore. Like, while he's bleeding, he sets it off. And boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And this this intercuts, of course, with back at the the hand citadel or whatever the hell it is, as he finishes executing the people and he goes back to his chambers right. to rest. And in his chambers, all of his guns are there. So even though he's only using the sword now, the guns are still there. And the old it it's not the t shirt. It looks like it's the bulletproof vest. I think it's the armor he was wearing when he fights the hand yeah. in his apartment. That's exactly what it's supposed to oh, be. Oh, is that it what it was? This, okay. It has the same slashers. It's like the attack vest he was wearing when he was fighting oh, in his apartment. I didn't even catch that. That's, yeah. a, that's a good point. It's, I didn't it's, catch it's that. the same slashers in it and even has the piercings from the throwing stars being stuck in it. Wow, I'm going to have to go back and look at that. That's really that's really well done for the artist. Um, and so, yeah, so that was very, very interesting. And, and it keeps flashing back and forth. And it's very interesting narration. Eventually, when you get to the last few pages of the book you discover. Well, she also is talking to Frank saying, holds three daggers and says, which one of these daggers is yours? And he's like, got his gun to her. And she goes, no, no, what in here is yours? And a silhouetted figure walks in the room. Yeah, that's right. That's That's, right. Yes. And that part was like, at first I was like, where is this going? You know, like this lady's already cuckoo crazy. And then, yeah, the silhouette walks in and I'm like, And "Hmm." and he has this shocked look on his face. Like, right. What is it? It's almost like a horrified look. It's almost it's almost like something that struck a little bit of fear in Frank for a brief moment. Before we go back to the last uh, two pages, which is Frank getting ready to go to bed. And he crawls into bed when you see a woman in his bed. And the last page, the splash page cliffhanger... She rolls over, and he says something like, I've missed you, Maria. And it's his wife with bullet hole scars, five or six bullet hole scars around her. And that's the hook. But Frank it makes, Castle's wife is still alive. It makes sense, though, because that's what the hand does. The hand resurrects people. Yeah. I mean, you guys both, I mean, I know the silence from you guys, but like, Look at everything from like Electra, right? And even the even the Daredevil Netflix show, like they're like, oh yeah, we can resurrect people. Like they they don't do it often. They almost use it as like the Lazarus Pit. Like, hey man, we don't do it a lot because when we bring people back, it's kind of gooey, icky, and they crazy. But they still bring people back. That's true. And so that's when I was like, okay, well that's what the hand can do. Like, hey, you work for us, we will reward you correctly. 
And yeah. so I was like, that that could be the hook of how they got Frank Castle to be like, we need you to do oh, this it, for it, us. It very I mean, clearly is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but yeah. it's just weird that like you bring back his wife, but not his kids. Or maybe mm-hmm. the kids are back too. You know, that's what I'm that's why I was like, hmm, you know, like is that gonna yeah. be a part of the hook to it all as well? Like, oh, we're gonna find out the kids coming back. Is he bring back the, are they bring back the whole family? Did he sell his soul for his family type thing? You know? So yeah, it was, we that's know. why I, it was interesting, but that's why I'm definitely hooked on this book. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm as hooked. I, I kind of felt that the uh, this book was kind of a, we don't know what else to do with Frank, and uh, we haven't brought Maria back at all. Let's so try that. Let's, let's try that. I, get, I mean, and I get that. You're right, because they're like, we don't have anything else to do with Frank Castle. Bring his family back from the dead. There we go. Like, uh, see how this works. Okay. I, um... I was a little thrown by by Maria showing up at the end not not because I felt like it was we don't know what else to do kind of a thing although I guess there there is a little bit of that but more in the sense of okay if if his wife is back or even more so if his wife and kids if we find out in future issues that his kids are both back is the war over for Frank then? Definitely not. But the war started for Frank when they were killed. Yeah, but I guarantee you the hand being the hand, we're like, we gave you this gift that they're here, but what we giveth, we can take it away. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they take so them away why... again, then yeah, we go right back. I but no, but I'm saying, if, if they're, but they're there... like, Frank, we need you to do this task for us of getting the weapons and doing our, our thing. And he's like, but fine. And then he was, you know, it was probably like a huge negotiation thing. Like, fine, I'll take out your warehouses full of weapons with your crazy ninjas. But in return, your crazy ninjas are going to go out and clean up the scum of the streets and make it safe for my kids. You know, cause I don't want what happened to them before. Like Frank will never forget, even though they're back, he ain't going to forget. He still has a, that mission in life to take out scum. So. Well, and honestly, that's why I wasn't surprised at all at this ending. Um, especially oh, show, right. showing the whole the origin at the beginning of the book, showing him working with the hand, showing yep. how much the old lady was devoting herself to him. I was sitting there thinking, they brought Maria back. This yeah. is where this is going. This is, and then I didn't I, think that until maybe uh, about three fourths of the way in. That's when I started thinking. But yes, yeah, same here. I, I started picking it out fairly early. Yeah, about, about halfway through, what does the hand do? I go, they have a bunch of ninjas, they fight in the shadows, they're they're vicious, and then I was like, oh, resurrection. You know, that was like, and I was just waiting for the resurrection part. I'm like, they resurrected somebody back or yeah. some something, or they made him that promise. And then I was like, okay, yeah, there it is. Because that's the only way Frank would work yeah. with the hand. Either that, or if he was like Wolverine brainwashed right. during right. the Emmy Estate stuff. That's the only reason he'd work with the hand. And he doesn't seem agree. brainwashed at all. No, at not least at all. Not, not on this issue. Nope. That, which actually kind of brings me to my biggest complaint about the issue. My my biggest uh, negative view on it. Beautiful art. Uh, I don't uh, know the artist's name, Jesus Saez or, or something like that, I believe. And, um, and Paul Azaketa. And Dave Stewart, I think, are the three artists. Forgive me. I'm sure I butchered your names. I'm so sorry if if so. But the art is amazing. Um, and, and you do get a full book. And there is a lot here. And yet, there's hardly anything in here. Yeah. At the same time, 
this feels like a zero issue. This feels like either a zero issue or a free comic book day preview. Not an issue one. Um, I, I am not sold on the book and I am not turned off by the book simply because I don't feel like there was enough in this issue to judge it on. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why it's kind of just like, meh, like it was good, but yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to rush out and get the next one. I mean, I agree with you guys. You know, there wasn't a lot of, like, there was a little bit of sizzle and not a lot of steak, but I don't really care. You could slap Mm -hmm. Punisher on a book and have it be 15 blank pages and I will buy it because that's how much I dislike. Like, for those of you who don't know, this was my first comic book I ever bought was Punisher. Like, it was right, like, like I, I was into comics, and I was like, oh, okay, I've seen stuff I like on TV. I, I watched G.I. Joe. What's what's after that? And they're like, hey, there's a guy who punched your fights with guns, and I'll, boom, I was in. So that was, like, the very first books I ever picked up as a kid. Hey, so man, like, you don't got to explain that that mentality to me. I mean, yeah. anybody who listened to our one-shot review of The Shield, you right. know. Same thing. I, I have to buy every Mighty Crusaders book that's out there and every cover. And that book was 22 pages, 24 pages, and they were not blank pages. And I, some could maybe even say, and I'm sure that Mr. X, if he were here, he would probably say it was even worse than blank pages. Um, uh, I'll say but, that. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, I bought them anyway. Um, so, no, you don't have to explain that to me. And and I, I am intentionally pointing out the negativity of it this was nowhere near the level of that book. This was actually a very enjoyable comic. I just didn't feel like it was a very good first issue. You're just playing Mephisto's advocate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, there look you what go. you did. Look, look what you that. did. For me, I feel like this was like a half issue. You know, like we got yeah. half of a story. So you're right. You're right. It would be like a number zero or like, you know, uh, a prequel one or pre comic day kind of book. So I'm kind of like, where's yeah. the rest of the first issue story? Yeah, you know, I know it's coming, but they're going to stretch this out to seven issues. Like, you know, because I'm like, that's kind of, yeah, you know, I, I give yeah. nod and yeah, but I'm like, yeah, like that's what exactly what they're going to do. And they, 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 I don't know. They, I feel like they shouldn't, they didn't have to. Oh, yeah. They knew we got Smurfy's money. Let's drag this sucker exactly. out. Exactly. Jerks. <laughs> Well, that actually that actually brings up a, a really good question here now that we've gotten to uh, to the end of the review. Um, you know, Smurfy, obviously it's Punisher. Obviously, you're going to get the next issue. You're yeah, it's probably my- going to con- continue it no matter what. But not off of that. What's your what's your final takeaway on the on the book? I mean, you're you are right. It is on my big fat poll list. At the, at the comic shop to get. Mm-hmm. Um, as Punisher stories go, I, what are we giving this a grading out of? You know, like, like I'm in it. Um, it could have been better, but also could have been way worse, too. Okay. And I'm kind yeah. of intrigued to see where it goes, and I do like the twist of the hand being involved, because it is something different that they haven't done before. Give so it, I'm, a, I'm in it. A, a school grading. Okay, yeah, like, okay, school oh, grading, a yeah. Skull, a skull grading, yeah. A, yeah, skull grading. Like, like, honestly, like, out of five skulls, I'd definitely give it, like, a solid four, because I, okay. I did enjoy it. Um, I actually liked it so much. I read it again as soon as I was done and I've never, ever done that with a book really ever. Oh, and I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a little biased though, you know, so you you can say four skulls with an asterisk on it because I'm biased. So, okay. 
Dragonus, uh, what's what's your view? What's your skull rating? Would you would you buy the next issue? Would you wait for the trade? Would you borrow the next issue? What's your kind of level on it? Um, uh, I'm going to give it three three and a half skulls out of five. Okay. Mainly because of the like you were saying, the art is really good, and being an artist, that's really drags me in. Um, mm-hmm. Like especially like you're saying, those two page spreads. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As far as if I'm going to buy issue two, uh, no, I'm just going to borrow Smurfies. And if mm, it gets okay. better, maybe I'll buy the the, the trade. Sure, sure, I figured that's a that's that's a decent review. Like, are you willing to buy your own? I'll still Smurfies. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, I I will probably go about a three and a half skulls on it. Um, and and I I would have to say a lot of that is because of the art. Um. I am not a big Jason Aaron fan to begin with. I'm, I'm not a hater. Um, well, I, we just lost a follower. Thanks. I, yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Um, for me, he's very hit or miss. Um, and more often than not, I feel like Jason Aaron, to me anyway, is a miss than he is a hit. I, I just feel like a lot of times, not in this case, but a lot of times he writes stories that either um, are retreads of old stories in a new way or stories that would be better suited maybe for the DC universe because they're bigger and grander than they would be for Marvel. I'd love to see his take on the justice league. I think that would be really, I don't know. I think Aaron kind of makes missteps with team books, but I think he does really good with single hero books. Well, and I was just going to say, you know, but I, I, I don't think he did bad job here. Um, and the art, of course, you know, I know Dragonus, said it and I'll, I'll reiterate the art in this is gorgeous and the color the coloring work in this is gorgeous i mean some of this looks damn near painted and it's not but it, it looks like it um the pacing and the visual storytelling is just fantastic um will i get issue two or just read i i don't know i i may pick up issue two the hook was not this great blow your hair back hook to me, but I'm curious enough to check it out. So I, I may pick up issue two. I, I'd I appreciate it hook, if you would. I feel like that the hook, yeah, because yeah, then you just go borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I've got two, I've got two spaces to, to get the book from. And I feel like, I, I know you keep kind of saying it's a hook, and I know that that intent for the last page was to hook us in. But I feel like that was almost more of like a, a shock and awe than a hook. Like, oh! <gasps> You know, yeah. like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, well, and like, I think that's that's why it, it detracts for me, because it wasn't that big of a shock. Right. OK. Yeah, because it wasn't that big of a hook. Right. To me. More just anyway. like shock. Right. So. Um, so, yeah. Well, overall, then, I, I would say that, you know, it's a pretty positive review for the Punisher. Uh, the new the new relaunch here in 2022 of the Jason Aaron Punisher with the new skull. Um. Any other last thoughts that you guys have on it? I don't think we described to the listeners what the logo was. The logo went from being a white mm. skull on his chest to now it has like more like devil horns on it. And yeah, it's more like a demon. Skull. Yeah, it's supposed to be, and that's it. He's supposed to be like you know that she keeps calling him a almost beast. Like the beast. Yeah. Oh duh. So it's like yeah, the beast skull. So well, that just went over my head until just now. Wow. Yeah. That's I, why, I like I said. It. I only read it twice and I still didn't catch that. But that's why, like I said, like that's why I was like the skull make after a while, after you read the issue, you go, Oh, that makes sense. Why it's like a demon or beast skull. Okay. Well, that's, that's a, that's a perfect 
uh, final question then, guys. Um, what's your view on the skull? How do you feel? I'm, I'm on you the know change. What? I'm for it. Let's see where it goes. Like right now, I'm for it. Let's write it out. I'm I'm for it. Um, I I do kind of miss the other skull because I'm a I'm a classic guy. I like the classic stuff, but but I do like the design. Um, and it's yeah. interesting. So I, I'm I'm fine with it. Dragonus. Uh, here here's the hot take for you. I'm indifferent on the skull. It's it's just meh for me. And if we're doing this, changing the skull because of as we talked about earlier the controversies, I would have preferred that Frank Castle didn't wear a skull at all and just ran around it like Dolph Lundgren style and just the all black. I was mm. saying, but okay, that was mm. gonna be my follow up question. We answered it. What what would you do? So all black. Mm. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad way to go either, man. Having to swear yeah. or or even having to kind of military fatigue gear. Yeah, or something soldier. like that, yeah. You know, yeah, he was a yeah. soldier. He was a paramilitary kind of guy. Like, you could um, wear fatigues and a black shirt or whatever. So uh, the, the skull, the changing of the skull, in my opinion, is a cheap cop-out and a, a quick, let's make a quick buck to the uh, situation at hand and not actually addressing the situation at hand. It was quick yeah. marketing gimmick. Like Pun intended there. Yeah. It's, what? it's the marketing gimmick at hand. Yeah. Oh, intended. oh. Uh-huh. Oh, you need to add sound effects of the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Although that does bring us to a great question for all of our listeners out there. What is your take on the skull? Have you read the book? How do you feel about it? Have you not read the book? Why? And will you please let us know? We want to hear from you. You know how to find us. Hit us up on all of our social media platforms we're all over the place. We're even now on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube. And don't forget, you can head on over to our Patreon and become a patron. And, you know, if you want us to go into to further detail on Punisher or all things Punisher, you can join there and suggest an episode. Well, fellas, that, uh, that about does it for this, uh, this one-shot review of Punisher number one. So um, until next time, listeners... I am Dr. Impact. I'm Smurpy. And I'm Dragonus Prime. We'll see you next time. What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app possible.